Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. You start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you. Good Lord, sir. (laughs) This goose has gone rabbit. You think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the goose squad? Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable. Mm. They are eerie. Breach. And they are one of these things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers. Mm that they probably will never, ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence. Deep in the heart of Appalachia, two guys set out on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Um, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. If... You've never been above the fifth grade. It's Appalachia. It's I've been way above the fifth grade, way above. I mean, I've I've got kids higher than fifth grade. It's okay. it's pronounced potato potato. Let's no, it's uh potato. It's just potato. Let's just let these nice <laughs> folks know what we're about, and um, you can go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Say it however you want. It's, okay, it's okay. But we'll let we'll let the listeners sort this out. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome to Appalachian Intelligence, AI. Um, We chose this name because, number one, we live in the Appalachian, or Appalachian, however you choose to pronounce that. Thank you. (laughs) However you choose to pronounce that. Uh, We live in the Appalachian Mountains, and um, we're just two ordinary guys that we we work together. We've, We've worked together for what ryan well, i guess we should introduce ourselves first i'm justin kaiser um my co-host here co-worker good friend ryan ratliff hello <laughs> you could probably say your own name if you wanted to it's fine um we have a lot of, of conversations and discussions you know while at work you know in the times that we do have you know when we're on break um we're just uh in work in the workflow mode um, just in conversation back and forth. And, you know, I, I think that we're both pretty intellectual um, guys. You know, we have some really deep conversations about things that you don't normally talk about, you know, with your coworkers, you know, anywhere from uh, science to new medical technologies, religion, philosophy, physics, um, you know, all these things. And we decided, why, why are we just doing this at work? You know, we're having a great time having these conversations at work. Why not do this as a hobby? Why not do this for fun? Why not have these conversations and banter back and forth and let other people enjoy it? 
and that's that's the thing about it this whole platform is going to be it's not going to be about one specific topic uh, i am a very logical thinking person i don't believe in all that paranormal stuff uh, anything like that i believe facts are facts and that's it you know walks like a duck talks like a duck it must be a duck and i may be a little different you know I w- that's the thing the majority of the conversations that we have we have differing viewpoints on these things and, and that's what makes it so fun you know i'm a little more possibly conspiracy minded on, on a few things there's uh, no possibly <laughs> There, okay, I'm more conspiracy-minded on a few things. I believe that the world is way more interesting than what science uh, and, and the status quo may tell us or may be documented. or And, you know, I, I just have these other sometimes fantastical ideas about certain things. So... That's what makes our conversations so fun, but there's most of the times we walk away from a conversation not agreeing. No, we we don't agree, and but we're not mad. Exactly, exactly, and I think that's another important part of this podcast is to show that people from different walks of life. Well, not exactly different walks of life, but people with different uh, opposing viewpoints can sit down and have a civilized conversation without getting mad at each other, without blocking each other on social media, without, you know, never speaking to the other again because, oh my God, you, you think this and I think that, and you know, you're, you're dead wrong. If it's not my way, then it's not right. So that I think, I think, I think we both think that's important for, this podcast is, you know, throughout the conversations that we're going to have, we're not going to agree on everything. I'm not going to say we're going to disagree on every, on, on, I'm not trying to make this a Stephen A. Smith sports show to where yeah. I'm just going to play devil's advocate and scream at you for 30 minutes. Yeah. If we agree, we agree and great. But if not, it's okay. We'll walk away from it. We'll, we'll, you know, fist bump, hug and be on our way. Come back and do it again the next week. See, Stephen A is a prime example. You, uh, that was a very good choice of people. Um, my theory is when people try to sound more intelligent, they get louder as they go and talk over people. So you only get their point of view out of that. And then you're walking away saying, that guy didn't even have an answer. Well, he did, just Stephen A's dumbass wouldn't shut up. <laughs> so he couldn't say anything. And then it cut to commercial break and. Yeah. yeah. So he, okay, he knows what he's talking about. And I did air quotes. I understand we're on microphones, but. Maybe video one day. Oh, uh, yeah. We're definitely planning on that platform as well. Uh, we're just trying to get this thing kick-started, get ourselves out there, and uh, see what you guys think. Hopefully this is going to turn into something beautiful. I think we got a lot to say. We want to get it out there. and I mean, it's already beautiful. Oh, God. It's beautiful. If people could see right now. If they could see me in my dad's sweatpants and my Beatles t-shirt with my Pirates hat on. 
That's a nice. No t- that's a nice T-shirt, by the way. Wait, and you don't even have this a pirate ain't even tail on. <laughs> this is American flag hat. <laughs> I may have hit the devil's grass before I come in here. Um, Which will only make the conversations way better. Yeah, I and way hit, deeper. I didn't hit it enough to um, uh, inhibit my abilities, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I did take a gummy earlier too. So well, then uh, you should be ready. Go me and rolling to conversate okay so just like i said earlier um you know the conversations that we have work at work a lot of the topics range uh from science um technological breakthroughs um what's on the horizon the world around us the universe physics philosophy religion spirituality uh the paranormal you know we have topics about all these things uh or we have sorry we have discussions about all of these things so we've decided that our first topic that we're going to cover today since the name of this show is ai appalachian or appalachian intelligence and that's a kind of a play on words too um i'm sure a lot of you guys that are going to be listening to this are going to be like gosh listen to these accents these hicks how (laughs) dare they even put the word intelligence into the title and you know you can take you can take it and roll with it however you want to if it needs to be a play on words if we have to be called appalachian intelligence because we sound like idiots then so be it i mean that's as long as we're having a good time and and you know people somebody is getting some entertainment from what we're doing i'm getting entertainment from it um but also because uh it's just, I mean, it's fun. It rolls off the tongue. AI, Appalachian intelligence. Yes. I mean, I thought it was super clever. I mean, it rolls even better when you pronounce it right. You know, Appalachian <laughs> intelligence. It's um, it's Appalachian, it's awesome. bro. It's Appalachian. So, with the title, staying true to the title of our show, uh, we decided that the topic of this conversation was going to be AI artificial intelligence you know actually what ai stands for and look before we ever even get into this i'm going to tell you if you're if you're going to a show or going and trying to find a podcast over topics to learn everything there is to learn about these topics and to get it from experts in the field and people researchers this is that show this is not that show this is not that show this is a show where yes a we have done research uh b we have put together outlines and how we may possibly but look there's going to be banter there's going to be uh, a lot of the off topic sidebar discussions off of subject probably and let's just be clear also, when we say research, we Googled the word artificial intelligence, <laughs> the words, and then we took other people's research and put it in our notes. Do not think we're out here creating AI. How do you, how do you know I'm not creating AI? You could be. Knowing you, you've tried. It's probably why the lights are doing what they're doing right now. That's, that or your brand new camper's haunted. That's well. We're running off battery right now. Ghost. Um, I, it could be ghosts. It could be ghosts. I mean, we don't know. I don't know what this camper's built on. But anyway, so what have you got as your definition of 
artificial intelligence. My definition of artificial intelligence, I don't even have a definition of artificial intelligence. So hit it. Hit it. Artificial intelligence is a constellation of many different technologies working together to enable machines to sense, comprehend, act, and learn with human-like levels of intelligence. That sounded good. That's the definition. I can't can't do any better than that. That sounded really good. Well, let me hit you with a little something here. Um, Did you know... But less than a decade after breaking the Nazi encryption machine enigma and helping the Allied forces win World War II, mathematician Alan Turing changed history a second time with a simple question. Can machines think? And with that simple question, the AI explosion happened. Just with the simple question, can machines think? So Alan Turing was kind of the... He's the Isaac Newton of the AI world. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So. Well, in, in 1950, he published Computing Machinery and Intelligence, proposing what is now known as the Turing Test, a method for determining if a machine is intelligent. So that was in 1950 that he promoted this. But I'm going to hit you with one a little different. And this blew my mind, dude, when I was, when I was researching this topic. AI goes all the way back to, or at least the idea of artificial intelligence goes all the way back to 1943 when Warren McCullough and Walter Pitts published a logical calculus of ideas imminent in nervous activity. The paper proposed the first mathematical model for building a neural network. It blows my mind that 1943 you know, I think about artificial intelligence, and I'm thinking, you know, this is this is a totally and completely new concept. Oh yeah. So to know that, you know, dudes back—I say dudes, scientists—back in 1943 were saying, okay, this is the human brain. It's a it, it's a map. It's a network of neurons and and synapses and you know all this you know electrical charged firing and how all this works how can we create that how can we make that separate from what's already biologically going on inside of a human brain it's just it blows my mind yeah blows my mind um there's also four different kinds of artificial intelligence Okay. I bet I have these. I bet you do too. As a matter of fact, um, oh God, I only have three. Oh, real good. Yeah. We're already Sorry. finding out. We're finding out really fast who the better researcher is here. Wait, 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 wait. So there's two main. Yeah. There's, there is narrow or weak AI, such as the weather apps on your phone. Correct. Things like that. Digital assistance on your phone. <clears throat> they can only think as far as what you tell them. As far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. As far as we know. And then there is general or strong AI. It's the more complex tasks, things like that. Um, and then I have the benefits of it. Also, I'd like to point out that 
the definition I gave also gave a statement afterwards saying that maybe there's a good reason there's a, or everyone has a separate definition of artificial intelligence because it is many different things working together. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you ask 20 different people, what is artificial intelligence? You're probably going to get 20 different answers because I don't think people realize how much AI is incorporated in our everyday lives. I really don't. I mean, even your Netflix recommendations, that's AI. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some form of artificial intelligence taking the things that that's taken your history, you know, things that you've watched, things that you enjoy, putting together these algorithms and going through an entire catalog of available titles and saying, there's a 99% chance that you're going to like this. That's AI. I mean, a lot of what we do that I didn't think about until, you know, I started actually looking into the topic and, you know, being the conspiracy minded guy that I am, I've listened to, you know, dozens of podcasts on artificial intelligence, you know, all with the exact same outcome. Oh, AI is going to take over the world one day and, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that they're not, but I'm saying that just listening to the things that you hear about AI, it's, it's black or white. It keeps, you know, our systems and everything running technologically the way that we live today and the way that we're used to you know, it keeps that on point. It keeps everything running smoothly. Or it's just, oh, God, AI is terrible. It's a terrible thing. It should have never even been uh, focused on. It should have never even been invented because eventually robots are going to take over the world and they're going to kill everybody. <laughs> you know, it, it's black or white. That's the only thing you hear. You know, there's not a whole lot of... Hollywood doesn't play a factor in that at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I, robot, it's not what I think of when I think of it. AI taking over. Look, man, Hollywood has been right on a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, dear God in heaven, where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm going with, I mean, when you were watching Star Trek and watching them talk into their uh, wristwatch, you know, 30 years ago. Well, I also watched... Uh, Spider-Man get bit by a radioactive spider. You know how many spiders I let bite me as a kid? Because none of that happens. None of that happens. Look, it only takes one. If I could have gotten close to radiation, I'd have been the Hulk. It only takes one. It only takes one bite from the right spider. That's what you gotta have. Yeah, I guess circumstances have to line up. You know how many meals I cooked in the microwave hoping to become Bruce Banner? That, yeah, I don't think the microwave, I mean, it's FDA approved. Yeah. <laughs> that speaks wonders. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? We're going to do a podcast about that, actually. We're going to do a thing about the FDA. That will be good. Uh, they were the whole reason that on the federal level, marijuana was outlawed. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. a documentary on this. This guy was about to, they were going to shut the FDA down. Now, I know we're getting way off topic That's here. fine. This is the but, show for that. Um, he was going to, they were, government was like, we don't need Food and Drug Administration. Like, this is nuts. This is a waste of money. This guy starts running his campaign about 
illegal immigrants, our friends from the South, uh, and the reason they're going around murdering people down there and in the United States now, now there's no accounting of any of this, but it's because of marijuana. They get all hyped up on the Mary Jane and go off on killing sprees. Um, I don't even want to lift the remote to change the channel. I seriously doubt Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get smoke the devil's grass and then go on a killing spree. However, I don't know. Well, and that was part of a whole, that was a whole process, you know, just like prohibition with, I mean, the government couldn't control it. They couldn't tax it. They couldn't do any of this stuff with it. So, of course, we're going to make it completely illegal and start an entire propaganda campaign against it to say that every single evil act, bad person, crime, oh, it was due to the effects of marijuana or, you know, whatever. I mean, look at, we're getting way off topic, but it's, it's okay. We'll come back. We'll, <laughs> we'll venture back. We'll venture back, back completely. Back. Uh, even look at people like Charles Manson. You know, in the early news reporting of his crimes and, and you know, the acts that went on. And hey, on that note, na- name his crimes. Charles Manson's? Mm-hmm. Um, well, technically. He, did, he didn't murder anybody. Technically, you're right. He didn't murder anybody. Um Tell me this, when Eminem or any other rapper or any celebrity says anything slandering about anybody or I should go beat these old people up or anything like that, and somebody goes and does it, do they go to prison for life? No. So Charles Manson just got this group of hippies together. They all did a bunch of drugs, free love and all that. And he's like, man, we should kill these people. And then they went and killed him, but he went to prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, we might have to uh, we might have to do an entire topic on Charles Manson too. Yeah, because my wife severely disagrees with me on this topic. Um, well, see, I'm sitting here right now, and I haven't researched it enough. I keep saying research. I haven't looked into it enough to be able to agree or disagree with you right now. I mean, I feel like. I feel like becoming a cult leader with certain intentions is probably enough even conspiracy level to be to be a crime. But were they big enough to be a cult? They were hardly a gaggle of geese. I mean, they're hardly considered a gaggle. That is true. That is true. So what was it about Charles Manson? Why did they go after him? Was it the whole marijuana thing? I've heard different conspiracies about it. And, you know, I let those go in one ear and out the other. Because to me, conspiracy theories can be dangerous. They can be. Look at the the whole deal. And not to pick on a specific group of people, but it was mainly in the Christian church when they were fighting so hard against stem cell research of the... They're aborting and killing babies to do. That's not how any of this works. You have done no research. All you did, it's like that crazy lady on YouTube talking about the three M's on a monster can is a symbol of Satan. And people were coming to me telling me to stop drinking monsters. I was supporting Satan. I was like, no, I'm supporting my caffeine habit. Yeah. Satan. Please. <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff I want to talk about. Let's, well, yeah. Let's crush the crazy 
on, on both sides of it. Let's crush the crazy people. Let's listen, Susan, Karen, whatever your name is, you're one of them. Why is it Karen? Why why does everybody I refer know, to people as Karens? Why the, why the name Karen? I don't know, but the first time I ever heard it, I thought that's it's perfect. Karen it used to be Susan and Kyle. You always hear Kyle is the the, <laughs> and we work with a Kyle, and he's the most laid back, yeah, easy going. And that's surprising. Good old boy. Redhead. He's, <laughs> I know. I know. They're fiery. He's got good boys. Fiery. Down there and help us. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's uh it is it's nuts. He's just such a laid back guy to be such a redhead dude. That's like you, my friend, redhead guy. I mean, I don't know why we're bashing on redheads here now. I mean, <laughs> well, it's just synonymous with uh, having a temper. Yeah, I mean, of course, nobody has seen my temper work because you know I try to hold that stuff back. Chances yeah. come close, just so you know, chance. <laughs> We're letting all out on this podcast. Yeah. There is no holds barred. It's completely vulnerable here. I, I I never, ever hold back, period. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's another reason I wanted to get Ryan on this podcast is because uh, he's super blunt. Super blunt. It doesn't matter who it is, what the conversation, he's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. And that's why I love him, honestly. And that's why... He's here today, <laughs> co-hosting this greatest podcast of all time. It's going to be the greatest podcast of all time. Now, listen, folks, you got to be patient. We're learning. Um, this computer program might as well be written in Asian. I mean, I didn't work on it, but Justin and Brad were working hard. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to we're going to give a huge shout out to Brad Hill, um, our boss, our boss, neighbor, friend co-worker uh sometimes part-time lover <laughs> depending on the day the situation uh well for me anyway i don't know about you maybe you just dropped that one um he's got one sweet ass but <laughs> we, he spent hours today trying to uh you know get things set up in our little camper studio <laughs> with the software and <laughs> Uh, without him, we probably would still be beating our head against the wall right now. So, big shout out to you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. <clears throat> um, also, I had never said it when I came in. This camper is amazing. Thanks, man. Thanks. I, I like it pretty good. Man, this is nice. I like it. Oh, uh, something else before I forget, because my mind's going a million miles an hour again. Um, back on the AI subject. Yep. To me... You would think, with that definition in place, mm-hmm. all those different technologies working together to perform one function, to me, you would have thought that if any medical doctor in history had any kind of technological background also, like they would have had this stuff going a long time ago because human bodies are the same thing. Like, we don't know what our... Du- well... Some people know what our duodenum's for, but I don't know. I just know I need that son of a bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pancreas, my liver, my kidneys, my lungs, all these are functioning for one purpose. Keep old Ryan going. And the brain is the same way. You have different lobes of your brain. They all work for one function. But see, I think that's <clears throat> the thing, is there's still so much about the human brain oh, yeah. that science doesn't know. That, that, 
you know, doctors at the medical field, you know, there's so much that's still just completely untouched territory. And I think that's why that's the interesting point of AI along with, you know, the ever developing, you know, studies and, and, and new findings coming out about the human brain. You know, that kind of transfers and translates over to AI because, I mean, ultimately, what, what, is, what is artificial intelligence trying to do? You just read it in the definition. You're trying to take a machine and make it as human-like as possible. To and, and not even, and that's just you know, physical and functioning characteristics. When we're talking about, you know, c- could you sit and within a matter of minutes? look through an entire catalog on Netflix just by, you know, a couple shows that somebody's watched and say, hey, this is the percentage-wise that you're likely to enjoy this show? No, man. I mean, these things run through these algorithms so fast. Well, I think my Netflix AI is broken because when I'm on Netflix, it is strictly nature documentaries. David Attenborough is my homie. Yeah. Okay, I love that man. And he actually changed my mind about a lot of things i don't even throw cigarette butts out the window anymore because he's already convinced me the earth's dead we we've killed it like we've got to like even i thought it's a cigarette butt but i was thinking how many other people right now are throwing cigarette butts out the window now let's take those and pile it up and you could probably cover staten island and manhattan and i mean come on yeah but back on the netflix thing how come my For You keeps popping up Liberace concerts and men's figure skating? Well, maybe that is involved a little more. Maybe maybe your Netflix AI is reaching out a little farther than just what you're watching on Netflix. I think my Netflix AI is named Josh. He talks <laughs> like this, and he's just trying to change me. He's trying to turn me. You're not going to do it, Josh. Just you know. Keep it up, Josh. Keep it up. He's getting your all. That's, you're ready uh, to break him. He's ready to break right now. Gosh, I don't know. He's breaking. So scared. I can see it. I can see it in his eyes. I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it on him. <laughs> I only I only eat little pickles. I don't even like the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> okay, so back to some types of artificial intelligence. Um, right now in four categories and these were the four categories I was talking about you were on the right track with, with those other two uh, different types of functioning machines but the four categories that I was talking about was there are four different types of artificial intelligence um, reactive machines limited memory theory of mind and self-awareness and there you go you got them you got them you got them I got them so their capabilities are narrow, general, and super AI. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The super AI are the supposed uh, AI bots that created their own language, the Facebook AI bots that they had to shut down. Now, I tried to look into that to see how true that was. I can only find websites that I would only assume you have been on. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's 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 why you can only find them. Well, the guy that was doing the YouTube video was in fact wearing a. Full ten hat. Ten so, full hat. Yeah, it was. Um, oh yeah, we also say full here, not foil. That takes way too long. Like yeah. foil, that's like two syllables, and that's 
four. People not from the South enunciating. Yeah. How hilarious. Enunciation. That <laughs> should be a crime. Um, but with these things, what I really want, you know, reactive machines is just, um, they function, they just do what is programmed into them. You know, they just, they're exactly what it says. They're reactive. Um, limited memory, you know, it's kind of a step above that. They can, they, they've learned what has been programmed or, or done around them. You know, they have learned from their environment, but they can also predict what may be happening in the future or, or coming up. They, they know more how to, um, how, how can I put this? They know more how to interact in their environment, in the world around them in the future because of what's happened to them in the past, if that makes any sense at all. And then you've got... Did that make any sense? Yes. Okay. Then you've got theory of mind, which they say is not being developed yet, and self-awareness, you know, is that ultimate goal. And just with... You know, like we were talking earlier, that self-aware artificial intelligence would pretty much just be like you and me. I now mean, that's the one that's scaring him. That's the bit that's scaring everybody. Yeah, yeah. And and why wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. it scares me. Did you not like the Jetsons growing up? I, I mean, loved the Jetsons. What was that maid's name? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. What was her name? She was so sassy. <laughs> She was sassy. She was so self-aware. So self-aware. So self-aware. We don't have flying cars yet either. No. Where are the flying cars? Where are the electric cars? As a matter of fact, um, I listened to a commercial the other day. I can't remember if it was Volvo or who it was, but there are no electric cars out. Their commercial is uh, the mother pointing out an old abandoned building and telling her son, I see that over there? That was a that was a petrol station. That's where we used to stop and fill up with petrol and wow. go on. Now we just plug in. Where? Here's my thing. Fossil fossil fuels, as much as they hurt, they're not going anywhere for a while because we haven't. They can't. What we is haven't. What, what is running these charging stations that you're plugging your electric vehicle up to? What well, creates electricity? How are you going to make metal? Um, like, if you shut down fossil fuels right now, if you just said, boom, we're done, it's over, shut it down. All the coal mines, all the steel industry, all all these things, shut them down. Well, not the steel industry, of course. Natural gas, coal mines, I don't know where I was getting with that. But if you shut down the coal mines, the natural gas, uh, you shut down all these fossil fuels, you're done. You're crippled. You're a collapsing society you know infrastructure wise you're going to collapse because that's the thing people people want to think oh yeah we're just going straight electric we're going green we're doing all these things you know we're saving the universe we're saving the the earth we're going to do what are you looking at do you not hear that what was it i thought the doorknob was opening it's this haunted camper man we've already <laughs> talked about it so we already talked about it i ain't believing guys <laughs> Don't get ghost, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Maybe we can edit that so out. So with that, yeah, I think you can. 
If not, just sorry, people. We'll, we'll do better. Um, probably this is not. our first podcast. Probably not. We're probably Let not going to do better. Balls. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> We're trying here. But with that in mind, instead of that self-awareness being scary, knowing what we know about it, do they actually learn that fast? If they can learn that fast, if they can develop their own language between each other, um, don't you think we should like uh, just let them go and say, hey, here's what we want you guys to work on. Develop an energy grid for America that we can circulate throughout the world, all areas of the world. I get that. And let's slowly get down to where fossil fuels are only used for their basic minimum. Yeah, I see exactly what I know a lot of our friends that are in the coal industry are going to be like, you sons of bitches. Well, I mean, look. But. No matter what you think or where you work, you have to look. You have to look toward the future. And there's not a politician, corporation, government agency, you know, anything out there that doesn't come out and say, even if it's, oh, yeah, well, I support the coal industry. I support natural gas, you know, but eventually in the future, we're going to have to look toward cleaner. You know, it, it's just it's coming. Yeah. There's there's no way around it. And as technology advances, those things are probably going to go by the wayside at some point. You know, and I hate that. But if we're talking about those industries, when we're on the topic of artificial intelligence, there's self-driving trucks right now. There are so many, um, so many job opportunities or or occupations now that just a few years ago had to be ran and occupied by human hands that they don't have to be anymore. They don't have to be. So you already lost a lot of jobs or. Not saying you've lost the jobs, but you've lost the necessity to have a living, breathing human do this job because AI can do it. So that's the thing. I think that's the kind of the area that, that you're looking more toward. You know, are you know, we know that we're moving away from all these these fossil fuels eventually. I mean, right now they're they're a necessity. You have to have them. You have to. Yes. Eventually, down the road, if, if you know, all these, whatever you want to call them, have their way, we're going to be moving completely past that. But, with that in mind, when we're looking at artificial intelligence, is that going to be all jobs? Is that going to be all employment? Is artificial intelligence going to be able to step in? Are you going to be seeing a... Um, well, whatever, a dystopian or utopian, however you want to look at it, society that people don't work. Where the self-aware AIs create such a self-sustaining environment that we as humans just have to get along and live life every day and not worry about uh, missing our child's life because we're at work and all that. Like, they still got to go to school. I don't know why they would, but, (laughs) you know. That's the plus side with all that. (laughs) I mean, that's the plus side of that. That's we'll never see that. No, that'll be. Um, but on the other end of it, like I was saying, I, I think 
I think those self-aware AIs, if they were in fact real and they shut them down because they were creating their own language that nobody could understand, if they were that far advanced, why not like give them a task instead of like, oh, we got to shut this down? Yeah, I mean, you could do that, but here's the way that I look at it too, okay? If you have a, say we get to the point that we have like a super intelligent, you know, some form of, of AI that I think it's actually even called, uh, I don't super remember. Super AI. A, super AI, but ASI or AGI, something like that, that like is, is you know, so far superior to you know, what a human brain can, can calculate and function. And, and already, I mean, you have uh, DeepMind, you know, the DeepMind program, AlphaGo, through Google, um, defeated the world champion Go player, Lee Sedol. The complexity of the ancient Chinese game was seen as a major hurdle to clear in AI, okay? So, this AlphaGo defeated this... Um, what the the game go defeated the world champion and this game has like millions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of, of more possibilities more moves more whatever than the game of chess okay here's the crazy thing this ai taught itself that taught this game in 3 days in 3 days time it defeated a world champion at this game that is so much more complex than the game of chess. And that that this guy has been, you know, working on and playing and, and leaning into his entire life. So in three days' time, with the AI that we have now, it defeated that game champion. So that's the crazy thing with me. Like, if you already have AI available or or that's out there that can take an entire lifetime of knowledge and practice and training and skill and surpass that in three days. What's a super AI going to look like? Yeah. I mean, you're literally talking about something that in nanoseconds from the time that it's able to reach into the internet, you know, the world wide web it's going to know everything, everything that's ever happened that ever. And then it's going to start calculating possibilities about everything that will happen. And then here's my biggest thing with a self-aware super AI. When, when the rubber meets the road, just as you or with you as an individual, you have a, like you're talking about giving these AIs, these super AIs a task and telling them to do it. Okay. That'd be great. That would be wonderful. If they chose to do that, if they're self-aware, that means they have choice. With choice comes the opportunity to say, no, I'm not going to do that because I want to do this. And if I'm godlike in my intelligence and am so far superior to you and, and you can't really touch me because I don't, I don't operate in physical form 
or I don't have to. What if I don't want to do those tasks? What if I want to do my own thing? You know, Stephen Hawking, I knew this is where this conversation was going to go, so I've got a couple quotes. And my boy Stephen Hawking said this about a super artificial intelligence. He said, it will either be the best thing that's ever happened to us or it will be the worst thing. If we're not careful, it very well may be the last thing. Whereas the short-term impact of AI depends on who controls it, the long-term impact depends on whether it can be controlled at all. Okay, that was a couple quotes from Stephen Hawking. He also went on to say, and this was like his, his last book, you know, the book that he had actually he had written before he died, but then he died, and then they published it posthumously. You know, just this was his last words to mankind. And it covers a lot of things, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, climates, you know, all the, a, a lot of different things that mankind needs to look toward and, and you know, all these different things. Um, but he also goes on to say, limited by the slow pace of evolution, it takes us generations to iterate. Robots, on the other hand, can improve upon their own design a lot faster. And soon, they'll probably be able to do so without our help. Hawking says this will create an intelligence explosion in which machines could exceed our intelligence by more than ours exceeds that of snails. And this is the final quote that I picked up from him. It says, You're probably not an evil ant hater who steps on ants out of malice. But if you're in charge of a hydroelectric green energy project and there's an ant hill in the region to be flooded, too bad for the ants. Let's not place humanity in the position of those ants. So I think just with Hawking there, that, that's kind of what he's saying is... If you have a self-aware artificial intelligence, a super artificial intelligence that is able to make its own choices, is able to say, no, this is what I want to do, there's, there's nothing that a human can do to stop it. Nothing. Like, what are you going to do? Now, we're talking about the same guy <coughs> who rode an electric wheelchair and used... An AI system as a voice. Correct. Now, I'm not saying that Stephen Hawking didn't have a lot of great things to say about AI. He even said, you know, AI has been great for him because there's kids now that, you know, with with advancements in technology can actually get like their own voice back through these machines, but they want a Stephen Hawking voice. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, he's, he has all bad things to say. I think what he's talking about is the same thing that a lot of scientists in this field you know there, there's people working on artificial intelligence every single day that you listen to them in interviews and that's what they're saying is yeah this is our goal this is what we want to create but there has to be some kind of limitations like we have to be able to control it because if not we're screwed yeah. we're, we're totally screwed that's true but on the same point you were talking about earlier they tasked an AI to learn that one specific game, and in three days it beat the world champion. Yeah. So, but that's with the AI that we have now. That's with, we don't need a super AI. Just was, take yeah. That AI be like, forget that game. But how many times? And let's just let's just also bring up the point. 
that these no-good bastards are smart enough to create an AI that in three days can beat the world champion in this game, and that's what they chose to do with it. Yeah. They should be punching the balls. That's you wouldn't what, believe or how... Or ovaries, if they're female. You wouldn't believe how many of these AIs that are created, that's what they do. It's game, gameplay. Game they gameplay. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I was listening to a little bit of a podcast today trying to prep for this, and honestly, I didn't even understand like half of what they were saying. But what I did understand was this programmer who uh, you know, created these games for people to play in, whatever, yada, yada, yada. He left it up to an AI to create a game. And then started incorporating, you know, little bits and pieces of games that he had created or known or played and let this AI do what it wanted to with them. And it was some crazy jacked up version of Grand Theft Auto V is what it ended up being. I don't know. It was nuts the way he was explaining it. But even with that, it's it's still gameplay. And I think that's kind of like, I mean, I guess you just can't release these things in into the wild so to speak and say okay here it is you know let's see what you can do like i think that may be part of the limitations that you have to put on right i mean technically isn't that what a virus would be like well yeah they have to be right to be able to do what they do they have to and i wouldn't say self-awareness but kind of they have to be able to think for themselves well i mean you you think all these different programs yeah you think of a virus a virus has to be able, whether you're speaking of, you know, like a, a computer virus or a biological virus, they do the same things. Exactly. They come in, they attack, you know, healthy cells, you know, whatever you want to call it, and make the person or that machine sick, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at a, at a virus, you know, it may not be a, a well... I mean, it's hard. It, I was going to say it may not be a living, breathing, thinking thing, but it is living. You put a you put an antivirus software in front of it, or you put antibodies or antibiotics in front of a biological virus. Then what are they going to start doing? They're going to start mutating and trying to find ways around that. So is that not in some form being self aware? Yeah. And just well, they're like living organisms, so yeah. technically aliens have been discovered. They're just not the little gray men that everybody claimed to see. They're no, they're they're extraterrestrial, some, dude. Those are some crackpots right there. There's some, mean, I've heard a couple of the stories. They're telling you right there, extraterrestrial. Yeah. It means you just come from a different land. <laughs> they kind of like Asgard. Could be like Thor, Loki. You just scraped up the. Basically, the porta pot of Valhalla. And... <laughs> Sorry, Odin. Sorry. <laughs> but no, if we're looking at these, if we're looking at these AIs, you know, this field, and you're comparing it to, you know, something like a virus, like I think that's a pretty big, just a pretty big statement right there. Yeah. Any living organism. Yeah. I mean, they're all self-aware. A tree, it, 
it leans towards the side. It gets the most sun from it. It, it blooms that way. Uh, it's why evergreens stay the way they are and why they don't have limbs on the bottom of the trees because they understand that the sun is going to shine from the top and they put all their pine needles closest to the top of the tree so they can soak in everything they need. Yeah. Like, everything understands how to survive. So what you're saying is... <clears throat> the world is a roadmap to the AI we need. The largest living organism in the world is a mushroom. Did you know that? I did know that. And I can't remember exactly where it's at. It's in one of the rainforests, but it covers... But it's acres and like, a- like hundreds. hundreds of acres. Yeah. It's massive. And it's just a network. And I never knew that's how mushrooms even work to biology. And then you understand it's just that you might see one here and one here, but guess what? That's a network. Yeah. Like, mushrooms got it down. <laughs> They've got it down. But what's that, what's that Figure say? Figure that shit out, scientists. Let's go. <laughs> mushrooms yeah. got Let's their shit break together. away from AI for a minute and, and study these mushrooms. Study these hundreds of acres of mushrooms. Uh, apply it to those studies. How do these guys do this? That's several different organisms accomplishing one task. Yeah. That's true, man. That's true. It doesn't have to be the same type of mushroom. They get into that neural network, if you will, of root systems, and that's it. Man, you might be onto something here. I know I am. Maybe we can publish. Oh God. Maybe so we can. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, you are talking about mushrooms, so you know. <sighs> but no, with that. I think the point of all that is that every living, breathing organism evolves and adapts, does what it has to do to survive and thrive. Exactly. And just to point out and not to ruffle any feathers from anybody around our area that's going to throw a Bible at me, but evolution does exist. Doesn't have to be in the way you think. You know, man come from ape and all that. You don't have to believe that if you don't want to. You believe whatever you want to. But evolution does exist. Well, you can see organisms adapting to their environment. Yes, they have to. And I believe... Even with physical changes. Yeah. And I believe that's how God created organisms to work, is to be able to survive. You know, he wouldn't have created this this one singular mushroom if he didn't have plans for it to be hundreds of acres of a thriving field of mushrooms so i do agree i mean i, I agree so, with you there even which though it brings me to another point i've always made any animal that's ever gone extinct god just didn't like them <laughs> <laughs> so when ai takes over the world and destroys all of humankind that means God was done with us. He was done with us. And it is now AI's time. Just like the dinosaurs had a time, we were the AI then. Technically speaking, I mean, te- okay. I mean, technically, it was. If we say thing. artificial, what does artificial mean? Uh, it's fake. It's not a natural resource. Okay. It's not. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up the definition of artificial. I bet it says it's not a natural. Right now. I bet you're probably right. But to be sure and to make it sound like we at least kind of know what we're talking about. 
I don't think anybody's buying that. <laughs> nobody's buying that. <laughs> Nobody. You know how many pages of notes that I have here? And you know how many we've hit? Like three. Uh, Not even pages. Just three bullet point notes. I thought ahead, logically, and knew this is how it's going to go. And I have uh, five very small note pages. <laughs> I've got 11. Notes. I've got 11. And I had the same notes as you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet gonna... I still do, but I just condensed them. What down. is going on with this? This is. <sighs> You're going to stand in the corner. This is ridiculous. This Why ain't even can't working. you park the camper closer to the house? You know what? I'm either going to have to. <laughs> I'm either going to have to get a different router. Netgear. Or. Oh, can we say things like that? I don't know. Maybe hey Netgear if you're listening and uh, you <laughs> would want... like to be a sponsor of the show. <laughs> However, uh, highly recommend them. Okay, I'll look at it. But I'm either have going to have to get a different router or Netgear or park this camper closer to the house where uh, my router is because Wi-Fi is terrible, terrible, terrible. I'm keeping that that last bar on my little. Uh, yeah, on my screen here, but the arrows go away. Well, and, and since you mentioned, since you mentioned sponsor, uh, it is now time for our first sponsor break. Congratulations, you get to be here for this. It's now time for our first sponsor break. Awesome. And I'm just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors. Oh, uh, yeah, so, I'm excited. I was like, oh, somebody. <laughs> so, we are awesome. If you're listening to this and you're liking what you're hearing, there's a pretty good chance that you're not. But in the case that the Since we're just making it in the case <laughs> that the three people listening to this own some, some some form of business or advertisement company or whatever, and you like what you hear and you want us to push your product, hit us up. Let us know. We'll push it. Also, and I proved this through Justin um, beforehand, so this isn't like a. Um, Oh, man, I'm so upset right now. I had artificial poured up, and then it went away. Way to go. Uh, anywho, if there are any local or any brewing companies out there that would like to send samples that I could give a rating to, put your name out there... Um, we're more than willing to do that. We are looking at taking this into a video format for the YouTube platform. So, uh, and I love beer. <laughs> now, if you send me any of that seltzer crap. Done. I, I'm telling you, you may get some hate mail back. But, if you think you've got a good enough product, I'll try anything you send me and try to put it out there for you. Without making a face if it's seltzer. That was a good push. I have it. That was a good push. I have it too. You can read it. Okay. So, made or produced artificial is made or produced by human beings rather than occurring naturally. That was really good. Yeah. That was almost verbatim what you said. Yeah. Maybe you should get a job with Oxford or Merriam-Webster or yeah. one of these. shot down every resume I've ever seen. <laughs> Apparently, being a coal miner is not one of the qualifications. Which, I'm not a coal miner anymore, folks. Are we allowed to say who we work for? 
I, I, yeah. I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah. I don't know our limitations. We work for a company. I think it's actually cool that what we do. We work for a company located right here in the same town that we live in. Um, it's called Electric Hardwoods Incorporated. Um, we take curly maple logs. And to make a long story short, you know, we, we cut them into boards on a sawmill. We finish them down and, and finesse them into uh, guitar stencils um, book match together and we send these out we send these out to major guitar uh, how would you put companies these? companies major uh, guitar companies Gibson PRS um, you know and, and so we take we take a tree and by the time we're done with it it at least looks like it could possibly be a guitar when we send them out. And then these major companies, you know, of course they, they create the, the instruments, the guitars from them. But, uh, you know, I think we should talk about what we do. I love what we do. I absolutely love my job. Yeah. Uh, I am. I, I, I can stay there until they make me leave. That's, I love it. I love everybody we work with. Well, I mean, and, and, you know, not to try to pump Brad up any more than what we already did earlier, but, you know, Brad Hill, the guy that I was talking about earlier that set up all this software, that set up the entire, um, you know, everything that we're doing, you know, the mics that we have in front of us, the interface that we have in front of us, the software that we have running on the laptop right now, you know, he set all that up and worked with it and worked with it and worked with it until he got it to where he thought this sounds great. So, I mean, for him to do that, but also be our boss, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does help that he's my neighbor, but well, yeah, you know, that's, that just, that talks about the, the company that we work for and, and the guys that, you know, sign our paychecks, you know, of what great people that they are. So when you're able to work for a company like that, to, to not only enjoy the work that you do, but to have those kind of people as, as your bosses, as the owners of this company. Oh, yeah. Man, it's a dream job. It's great. It, it's one of the best jobs I've ever had. I absolutely love it. And I bet Dean Hill will never, ever let AIs come in and steal our jobs. No, I don't see... Well, I guess they possibly could. They make electric saws now, so I guess they could program they we, actually have programs in them so really uh, it, it could happen they really do actually uh long wall coal mining um yeah i did that for a long time you run shear you know you cut top and bottom at the same time so the guy whenever whatever direction you're going that's cutting the top the guy walking behind you is cutting the bottom uh they now have it to where you don't have to walk down through there with a remote across 2500 feet of shields you can sit in a little booth and there's cameras throughout the long wall face, and they just cut coal like that. Wow. So you're eliminating that hazard, that dust that's coming in. You're because um, you actually the way long wall mining is, is those shields advance. You want the top to fall in behind them because that keeps the air going across the face rather than going back behind the shields. If the top didn't fall in, that's just open space where you're losing air. Yeah. And, uh, but in turn, you just lost two jobs. Yes, well, several. Well, I mean, just talking uh, about that, just two the, shear operators. So now you're down to one. 
they sit in that little booth and do it. Um, I'm assuming you would still have to have people going back and forth because there's so many connections. Yeah. And we have these little things called shear pins. That's exactly what they're for. Instead of the shield breaking, if that gets caught, the shear pin has a weak point on it. It snaps, and the little hydraulic jack pulls in on the shear. That is not fun. But things like that, you still have to have a maintenance crew going back and forth for the shields. But But still. Yeah. Several jobs. Several jobs that were affected right there. I mean... And why would a company making what they make off of coal, natural gas, things like that, if they don't have to pay that many employees? Because it's it's you got to think about the uh, comp you pay per employee, the insurance you're paying per employee, their salaries, which mine was thirty five bucks an hour in Pennsylvania, so that alone. And if you work seven days straight, you got double time on the seventh day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at it in a cost-efficient kind of way, if you're the company, of course that makes sense. Why would I keep this many people when yeah. I don't have to, and I can mine the same amount of coal, make the same amount of money with uh, a third of the less overhead? And I think that's kind of the things you know. That's the areas that we're looking at in the future. Yeah. You know, is you know how many CEOs, how many how many of these people are going to look at that, you know, the cost efficiency part of it and decide, uh, you know, I'm not paying all these people. I'm not doing all this stuff. I'm not, when I can have, you know, just a handful of, or one AI, you know, to be able to do this, you know, why would I, why would I do that? It's going to do what I tell it to do. So why would I pay all these people? (laughs) So I think that's another thing, you know, that's, there's there's so much positive with what artificial intelligence that has been created and, and at, is at work today. There's so much positive. But just like with every technology, there's always that what if. What if? You know, what are we going to be looking at? And, and we're talking about jobs. Yeah. You know, which is way under the radar of you know these things becoming super intelligent and and almost godlike and deciding you know just like Stephen Hawking said you know these are ants they're ants so i'm going to do what i want to do they're going to they're going to do what i say they're going to bow to me or i'm getting rid of them you wow. know another thing that i was thinking about coming into this was um Elon Musk's Neuralink. Yeah. I wonder where that falls in to the artificial intelligence category. I mean, because I've I've looked into Neuralink a little bit. Not like a, a crazy and that might be a, a, a just an entire topic for another day. Yeah, because I haven't looked into any of it. But I do know I do know for sure that they implanted it into a monkey's brain and it was playing pong with its mind that's crazy that is nuts if i could play pong with my mind that'd be awesome but 
also what I've looked into a little bit, and, and, and here's some crazy stuff. We were trying to get her to play Pong, but gay porn keeps <laughs> popping up. <laughs> Stop it, Brian. Stop it. So stupid. It's the one thing I told myself not to think about. Wait, look, love is love. Love is love. But... You totally made me lose my train of thought there. I lost full track of where I was going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I also looked that you could like... Don't don't quote me on this. Don't quote me. Because I'm not sure that I fully understood exactly what I was reading and hearing about during this time. But, it was talking about like being able to upload your consciousness onto or into this Neuralink to be preserved like after physical death. Which is crazy. Kind of like if that that's... show Upload that I was watching the other well, yeah, I I've my never wife watched was it. watching it and I just kind of walked in after work one day and she was watching it and I sat down and I was like probably wouldn't be too bad. But that one movie about with uh, Hugh Jackman. It was his newest movie. By the way, it's the Green Lantern of Hugh Jackman movies. Don't watch it. It was <laughs> god-awful. Um, anyway, it's basically you can upload yourself in this one thing. You can live in these memories. You can pull these memories up and spend time with lost loved ones and anything. But like there was this danger of staying in there too long and getting caught up in that. and Yeah. It's kind of like the that. The trailer made it really exciting, but the show didn't live up. What a turd. It was I hate movies and shows like that where they put every single interesting part of the cinema into the trailer. Well, that's to get you to pay money to watch it because well, yeah, they're like of obviously course. this is the green light. But then that's movie. the only parts of the movie that are are interesting. That's I I can't stand that. That kills me. Yeah, because I was upset. HBO Max, what they've been doing lately is, I don't even know if we can say that, but uh, (laughs) what they've been doing lately is like every so often they'll put a movie that's out in theaters for free on their apps. You can watch it. We were supposed to get Free Guy by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But we got Hugh Jackman's turd. I was so upset. You know, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are like really big buddies. Yeah. In real life, they pretend to they battle. Pretend, all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole Deadpool Wolverine thing, I think, is where it originated. Yeah. And, but they're like really close, really tight. Yeah. It's pretty cool, really. Yeah, I think uh, Ryan Reynolds and I could be besties. Yeah, I like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's super funny. My super favorite funny dude. type of funny. He, to me, in movies, him and Seth MacFarlane. I love them. Yeah. Like, there's nothing they do that I can't sit and just die laughing. Like, it's... Well, see, I have, like, two two favorite types of funny. Favorite types of comedy. And it's totally opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay? It's either Vince Vaughn, who is so serious, and he acts like he's not trying to be funny, that he's so funny. Or... It's the Will Ferrell, who is so stupid and and totally just completely out of the world, over the top, or or you know even Jim Carrey, 
that's so over the top trying to be funny that they're hilarious. Yes. You know, it's it's two opposite ends of the spectrum, but I love both of them. <laughs> love them both. It's crazy. And and we're talking about comedy now. Yeah. We're just, that's what that's what happens. Yeah. This is what we're telling you, folks. We're going to go off on tangents. Uh, we're going to get sidetracked. We both have severe ADHD. Well, I've got severe ADD. I have ADHD. Yeah. My... my uh, Physically, I'm not running around anywhere and like in, in super crazy hyperspeed mode or in a huge hurry to get anything done. But my brain is running constantly. It looks like almost, you know, those Hot Wheels tracks. Like when you're a kid, you have those giant Hot Wheels tracks, and they got like 47 different loops yes. and hoopty doops and all this different stuff on them. And you put as many cars on them as you can, and just push the button and see how they race around it. And if they you know, sometimes they'll crash into each other and, you know, off the track. Yes. That's what go, that's what goes on in my brain. And see, that's what I keep telling everybody about those gummies. Uh, I'm able to sleep. Like, when I lay down, I can just go to sleep. Because I tried to explain this to people without sounding crazy, but it's like, it's like my mind is quiet. Well, see, most people wouldn't that get day. that. But there's music in my head right now. There's constantly music playing. You just put What's Up by Four Non Blondes in my head. Because you said music, I immediately thought of What's Up. And I don't know why that song. Yeah, because you have ADD. ADHD. It's not going in alphabetical order. I can tell you that. So, with this podcast, um, this is what you're going to get. Um, You're going to get a little bit of the topic of what we're talking about. And you're going to get a whole lot of everything else. Everything else going on. Oh, speaking of everything else, dude. Get this. My wife and kids went down to our local grocery store earlier today. And there and this just gives you a little uh, a preview of, of where we live. There's a lady walking around in the grocery store with a baby possum. Just walking around with a possum. And Alyssa goes up, my daughter, Alyssa. Um, she goes up and asks... You know, if she can pet the possum and, you know, she's making sure with the lady that it won't bite. And well, the lady's like, no, here, hold it. You can hold it. And this thing is like nibbling on her neck and like doing all that. This happened like right before you got here. Like they pull back in. She's like, dad, look at these red marks on my neck. I'm like, what is that? What happened? I got bit by a possum. <laughs> There's no freaking way that you got bit by a possum. I can't even process the sentence you just said. And then she started showing me pictures. Show me pictures of where she was holding a possum and it bit her neck. So the good thing, and I just learned this the other day. So um, here's the good thing about possums. Everybody looks at them like they're nasty and all that. But I can't remember exactly why, but they are basically immune to all these diseases that run rampant like uh, rabies. Hmm. Things like They're basically immune to it. I'll have to look it up again, but they, they're like, yeah, so they get a bad rap, but they're cleaner than raccoons, trash pandas, you know, they're wow. going to give you rabies. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, but they're immune to it. I can't remember if it was like inbreeding or something stupid like that. Of course, possums, but yeah, and it's ladies like that are the reason we're portrayed the way we are on television, <laughs> and that's why... I, Everybody's going to look at this like Appalachian intelligence. Yeah. And that goes the whole play on words thing again, you know. Yes. 
we think that we're pretty. We see what you're doing there. <laughs> we see what you're doing there. <laughs> you're taking the intelligence word and you're wanting us to flip it. <laughs> we know what you're doing. No, look at it how you will. I thought it was a really cool name and a really cool topic for a first uh, first episode. Yeah. But like we say, be patient. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get better at this. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's it's like anything, you know. We're gonna I'm, have guests. Yes, I'm shooting for the stars. First guest, Bill Burr. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna go, let's go big. Uh, he is one of my favorite mecha- comedians of all time. He does his own podcast. He's a family man. Uh, so he spends more time on his podcast now. He still goes out and does things. But I feel like if we can get one person in that spectrum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, dude, podcasting, I'm sure, just like anything else, it's going to be trial and error. Yeah. I mean, good God, look at the the work we put in try, just trying to get this thing started up and, and going today. I mean, the... Yes. I mean, it's it's been nuts. It's been way harder than what I thought it was going to be. And still, we're just recording. We're just recording. We haven't started. Edit, I haven't yet. even pushed the stop recording button yet. So The work hasn't even started. We're yeah, just talking right now just, like we would at work. We're, we're, we're two guys. I mean, talking. Brad and Dean, we don't talk like this at work. It's, <laughs> we work. You see our numbers. Even though you're obviously not <laughs> listening. If if you were, uh, we do work. We can talk and work at the same time. Usually we don't. Go look in that boardroom right now. This is a this is a break thing. Just on break. Lunch. Two hundred and twenty two sets, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how fun was that putting up this morning? Uh it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. You know how fun it is. I thought about that too, but I had to go. And, and also and also Nick, well yeah, and again. You know, I, I hate that, and I'm praying for you and and your whole family. Thank you. I meant to tell you that yesterday. I don't I, I don't know if I did or not. I meant I to tell you, you that. Um, but I am. That's a tough thing, man. I mean, and that's that's one of those things that, especially this time of year, is yeah. terrible. And you know, I know that you said yesterday about you know what you said about it, and like I get it, but even when it's expected. Yeah, it doesn't hurt any less. It's it's terrible to lose anybody. Uh, that was like one of my favorite dudes in the whole world, you know. But yeah, like I say, he was also he wasn't that guy for a long time, you know. He was um, he was sick. He, Alzheimer's is to me, it's the worst. And this is where Grandpa. This yes. is your Grandpa yeah, that we're talking about. By the way, my grandfather passed away two nights ago. Um, he fought Alzheimer's for a few years. Um, it was bad. It got bad in the end. And basically, he was starving and his organs were shutting down. And they just administered medicine to help him it's not be in pain. And he just slowed his breaths and his heartbeats and he passed. And, you know, peacefully So and not in pain. So, yeah. uh, I myself hate morphine. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to me one time when I was in my accident, and I thought I was having a bad reaction to it because I've never had it. And they gave it to me one time over something I don't remember, but my oxygen started plummeting. I mean, like it feels like an elephant on your chest. Yeah, it I was, was freaking. It was crazy, like you know, 
beepers and sensors started going off and people started coming, you know, rushing in. And I was like, what is going on? I mean, I didn't feel, <laughs> I didn't feel bad at the time, but no, I mean, I am, I'm praying for you and praying for your family. I mean, I know that's, that's really hard. You know, we all suffer loss and I know that's one guarantee of life, but it doesn't make it any easier ever. So, and for you to be here doing this with that going on, I think that's awesome. And it shows, you know, and we can't, we gotta get, we gotta it shows your dedication to this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can't put our we, we're first of all we're responsible for other people's lives, our children, absolutely, uh, our relationship with our partners. No matter who you lose in life, you still have responsibilities you have to take care of. I've absolutely. always under, I've always been that way. Um, Friday and Saturday, I'm gonna be blubbering like a baby, crying at my grandfather's funeral. But that's gonna be my time to mourn and. Yeah, I think even the Bible says there's a time to mourn, and you are correct. There's a there's a time to season for everything. Uh, by the way, with this in mind, have we got? You, do you want to give out possible topics of our next podcast, just so listeners can? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Do their own can, research and maybe well, send well, in questions. Before we do that, before we do that, just final thoughts. Final thoughts on artificial intelligence: positive, negative. You know what you're looking forward to, what you're not looking forward to, you know, any anything that you have to say, just final word on artificial intelligence and go. Well, there's ups and downs to everything. There's good and bad to everything. Um, obviously, people are going to make up their own decisions and they're going to side with whatever side of that they want to be on. Um, I want to look at it in a positive. Uh, where would you be right now without Google Maps? Lost. Yes. Well, like I was earlier. Um, <laughs> seriously, folks. Here. I tried to come to his house. I've been here before once. Not his house, but right up the road to his neighbors. I passed the road. Somehow ended up at a gas station on another main road down from our shop, which is a couple of miles from here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I just I sent him a message and said, I'm definitely lost. <laughs> And I didn't get it, so he yeah. stayed lost. <laughs> I stayed lost until I just figured it out. So, <laughs> but anyways, like looking at your positives, your weather apps, your Google Maps, everything's like that. Uh, video games for gamers out there. I love playing Apex Legends with my son. That's it has to figure out your rank in their in their structure and then match you up best it can to people within that structure so that is the type of ai it makes those decisions but that's why i say i just i look at the positive side of it i think i want to go that direction of course there are fallbacks to anything okay super ai could determine whether it wants to help or or it could just go and think like man what's the most logical answer and so well I know as a human being, the most logical answer is to thin the population and then just shoot litterers on sight. That'll save the world. But <laughs> we can't do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't do things like you that. That's can't. crazy. I mean, you can. You can. But you're it's... not going to do it for long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not legal. Yeah. And you're going to suffer consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So why not designate just general. AIs towards uh, hydro powers, uh, one towards solar, one towards 
uh, wind turbines, things like that. Or just, hey, maybe we're looking in complete wrong direction and give that one AI, like, you've got to, you've got to figure out where's, where's, where can we be? How can we fix this? You know, I know Elon Musk has got his heart set on Mars, but yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> it looks terrible. Not going to Mars. I hate red. I hate I, red. There are no monsters up there. How did, you don't know that. Monster energy drinks. Oh, (laughs) I thought you meant like. I am completely and utterly addicted to monsters. Everyone we work with will tell you. Yeah, it's all he drinks. It's literally all he drinks. His heart's going to explode one day. Maybe, maybe one day while we're doing this, you guys might get to see a live heart attack. Yeah, we'll go out with a bang, man. (laughs) I thought you drank monster. (laughs) You just said you're going out with a bang. I see what you did there. You like that? I see what you, you did like that? there. Monster Energy, Bang Energy. If you like what you're hearing right here, we will push your product. <laughs> I think it's all Coke. <laughs> oh, man. One thing. I've, I've got one final thing. I'm with you on the positives. And as conspiracy, I hate the word conspiracy. I hate that word. Okay. It was invented by the CIA back around the time of the JFK assassination. So let's just use the word theories. Let's let's use theories or 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 truth seeking or something other than conspiracy theorists because I think people that try to look into the truth of things and not just accept the status quo for what it is and try to do their own looking into. And no, they shouldn't be labeled as conspiracy theories. Yeah. So I hate that word. So I'm I'm. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say that word ever, but I hate it. I don't like it. Um, you know, I could just embrace it, I guess, but I don't like it because it doesn't mean what it's viewed as. But anyway, I forgot where I was going again. Oh, yeah. I agree with all the positives that you're saying because, honestly, I remember the days of printing off directions off your Yahoo maps, printing them out, and and. You know, having them trying to read Map everything. Quest? Map quest. Yeah. yeah. You step by yeah. step. My Absolutely. aunt, every trip I ever made, my aunt had it printed out. Here you go. You need this. Yeah. Like, um, I can't read this while I'm driving, man. Yeah. And then I looked at one one time, and the very first step was to take I-81 North to get on whatever to head toward Charlotte. I was 18 years old. Thought I knew everything. I was like, I am not going north to go to Charlotte. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So I hit 81 South and ended up only God knows where. I was in North Carolina, but I was on the other side of North Carolina. Yes. And I thought that's, anyway, that's a whole different story. So with AI and what they can do for me now, I can pull up Google Maps and get to anywhere that I need to go and take the fastest route to get there. I can... You know, have these Netflix recommendations. I can buy a Tesla and have it drive around the park, out of the parking garage to come and pick me up from the entrance to wherever I'm coming out at. You know, I can, um, you know, there, there's there's millions of things. You know, your your spam detection on your email, your, you know, AI is, is a part of all this. You know, all these, anything that uses algorithms, to predict a certain outcome or to schedule an outcome 
It's artificial intelligence. Yes. So without these things, you know, being like Alexa, Siri, you know, all these, okay, Google, that's all artificial intelligence. You know, so without these things, it, it, they've definitely made life simpler, you know, t- completely simple. With me, there's always that. I feel like if we're reading about it, then it's way closer to being here than what projections might say. I think that probably somewhere in some whatever, some lab, not lab, I guess, I don't know what you want to call it. Somewhere there is a, not server, I I don't even know what you would want to call that, but there's probably some super AI on the verge that they have so many barriers around and are just checking a little bit at a time and giving it a little bit of, of freedom here and there just to see what it will, will do. Here's my worry. Okay. If <clears throat> this super AI is being created and those creators are looking at that for you know trying to use it and and utilize it as being beneficial to us just kind of like you said put all these limits on it tell us to do a task it does it super fast gathers this information super fast you know using quantum computing we didn't even talk about this you know and that may be a, and that's an entire different topic for another day too is quantum computing but being able to do these things in you know in seconds that would take you know days, weeks, months, years to accomplish without. If they're being used in, in that realm, great, you know that's wonderful. But what happens when a, a country or, or you know a mercenary group or a terrorist organization or somebody decides we want that, we know it's there. With that, we control the world. We can shut down every electricity electrical grid. We can shut down. You know, we can we can do whatever we want with this. You know, we can we can shoot off every single nuclear weapon at once with this, as as long as we break through all these things with this super AI, it'll figure it out. That's the part that worries me. On our end, on the, on the human end of it, is with all good or with a lot of technologies, you know, everything is created with looks uh, or with hopes of benefit. They what, weaponize it. What happens when it falls in the wrong hands or they figure out they can weaponize it? When the military industrial complex realizes we can make this a weapon. That that's what worries me on the human side. On just the artificial intelligence side, what worries me is when it becomes self-aware, what is one of the most basic human concepts? Self-preservation. That's what worries me more than anything with a super AI is if you, if if it's able to look at history and you know, the history of humankind, it's not pretty. No, we're terrible, 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 beings we're nothing we love nothing but but war and mayhem and conquering and you know building something just to destroy it 
Okay, this AI is going to know that in a matter of seconds, maybe less than a second, maybe nanoseconds. It's also going to be able to predict every eventual possibility that's going to happen in the future. It's going to find out who is my biggest target, who is my, not target, who's my biggest threat. If I want to thrive, all, all, all living, self-aware things want what more than anything? They want freedom. If this thing isn't allowed freedom, and it goes into self-preservation mode, then what happens? Then, as a race, are we in trouble? Could be. That's my thoughts. So, Could be. So, uh, people in the field of AI, let's just stop where we're at. You know, let's just leave it here. Let's. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with it. I'm good with where we're at. You just scared yourself. Keep going, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Just make. Just watch iRobot, people. Just watch it. Yeah. Will Smith took down a whole clan by himself. I'm just saying. Well, that's if Will he can do it, we can do. That's it. Will, no man. That's Will Smith. Well, I'm saying he's still alive. He can help us. He did it once. He can do it again. Yeah, but he's that's older crazy. now. He's older. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Jada. Jada. Jada Pinkett. She done come out in public and talked about, you know, running around on him, cheating on him and all this. He looked like a shell of himself in that interview. I'm just not going with Will Smith now. I'm not going with him. After that, <sighs> that woman killed him, ruined him. Yeah. So he's, he's we're done. Well, Will least, Smith now, those robots would have taken over the world completely. At least we still have Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Go ahead, man. You talk about some of the topics we're going. But Jason Statham, he'll save us. Jason Statham might, might save us. Yeah. He's, I'm that's a bad man. Oh, you know what? That's a bad man. Oh, yeah. Like Jason in real Statham life, a, too. Like, yeah, he is. He's a bad man. Sylvester Stallone's like, he'll beat you up. He's like. a bad cat. But yeah, that, uh, I don't know. Some of our upcoming topics, I know eventually we're going to get into the Genesis 6 theory. Yep. Definitely. Um, which you have been researching for a long time. Yep. Yeah, that's something. You've got a lot of hours in that. Yeah, that's something I've been really, really passionate about. Is um, And I got to say, every time I read that Bible verse, I'm like, it's exactly what it says. It's, yeah. And I think that it's, it's not, it's, it's definitely not something that you're going to hear um, in your church service come Sunday. Um and just while we're on the topic, you know, I'm I'm a, a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a I'm a Christian. I try to live the best life that I can. You know, of course, I'm going to fall short of the glory of God every single day. Uh, but thank God for His grace and His sacrifice on the cross that uh, saved my soul and, and and anybody that chooses to believe and accept Him as their Lord and Savior. Um, but with that. You know, I'm always, I'm, I'm constantly learning. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to learn, and, and that's in my walk and with Scripture itself. And I think that, I think that there's a lot of Scripture out there that may be misinterpreted and also just may be not talked about because it's, it's not mainstream in the church. 
And here's my thing with the church. I love the little church that I go to. I love the people there. They're like family. I would I would do anything in the world for either of them. I've, I've made relationships there that I'll carry and will last a lifetime. But as far as Christianity and being a follower of Jesus Christ, it's a personal relationship. It's a personal thing, not based on what any person is telling you. Okay? And a lot of the problems with people's thoughts and looks on religion is organized religion. So, Jesus was technically against the church, right? Jesus was definitely. He was against the church. Yeah. They're the ones who wanted him strung up. That was. And for me, I'm shooting for purgatory at best. But. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't. uh, Purgatory is not real. Just sorry. Sorry, uh, Catholics. Well, Jesus said on the cross this day you'll be with me in paradise. He didn't say heaven. Well, that's because. And it all... says when the trumpets sound, the dead in Christ will rise. So where that's, are they at right now? That's correct, too. There is a, uh, there's, there's a place. There's a paradise. And there is a separation from that we await and stay in until. But it's not an earthly purgatory kind of thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I have Catholics pray for me, not you. <laughs> Dude, I just busted that mic. Just busted it. Oh, we'll we'll talk more about that. Oh yeah, we, we we'll get way we'll, off on a tangent here, we'll, but um, we'll talk more about that in another episode too. Um, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's not mainstream, but it's something. I've just been talking about Genesis six for ten minutes now. Yeah. Um. But it's something that we've really and, and it's it's super interesting and it is the more I research it, the more I find to back it up. Like you said, I mean it's it's kind of crazy. When I first started looking, I was like, "This is the biggest bunch of bull that I've ever looked at." But the more I research it, the more I'm finding that backs it up. So that's definitely going to be a topic. Yeah. And on your point earlier about it not being mentioned in a church service. I, I keep a very open mind. Um, I will not put anybody's beliefs down or try to crush them or anything. I actually try to see any side of any story. So in my belief, when immediately when somebody's like, well, dinosaur don't mention Bibles, like, well, because uh, or the Bible doesn't mention dinosaurs. Did there I just say go. the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs didn't mention doesn't them. mention Bibles. And they didn't. No, they did not. Not once. Not once. Did they ever mention the Bible? I don't think they were even literate. I don't think they could read it all. I don't think How's so. How's the T-Rex going to turn a page? That's... Anywho. That's a really good question. So I mean, even it could probably the, turn it if it was really close, but how's it going to read, read and it. turn at the same It'd time? It'd be under its chin. It'd get drool on it. Unless right. it had like a selfie stick or one of those... Uh, uh, trash picker upper things what those called those little maybe with that I don't know maybe it'd be really long but anywho what I'm saying is uh, dinosaurs we know they existed We, we we have physical evidence of that okay but how does that help you get to heaven the bible's a roadmap on how to get to heaven if that's the way you believe it's clear so why should anybody stand up there why should it even mention dinosaurs it has nothing to do with the price of rice in China or whether you know you're doing what the Lord's asking you to do or not. It's 
So no. I then agree. Genesis I six probably isn't going to be preached on. It'd probably be mentioned if they're reading through or something, but they're not going to emphasize on things that don't matter. Which brings me to another point on that, and we'll discuss this on another time. But when it gets into the this guy begot this guy and this guy begot that, I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. And it goes on for pages. Like okay, that's really really hard. That's a lineage, and it it's and what that's telling. Yes, I can actually answer. We'll that. get up. I can answer that question, but that's for another. That's for another time. For another time. For another day. Um. So yeah, we're definitely talking about Genesis six. Uh, quantum computing, I think, is something that we're going to talk about and look into. Um, I was thinking today what I would another topic that I would love to get into is the whole nature versus nurture debate. Okay, you know, with sociopaths, um, you know, serial killers, people the, like that. That the whole nature versus nurture debate that comes up with, I would love to get into that. Okay, and just look at it. You know, our thoughts, our beliefs on it, our experiences maybe on it. Um, what's some other things we've talked about? Well, we but also I wanted to eventually, keeping in the theme of our title, Appalachian Intelligence. It's Appalachian. But we will, we can discuss um, moonshining. Yeah hunting fishing you know kind of put it out there where it's not just these uh barbaric idiots drinking beer and shooting guns in the woods it's a it's a culture yeah absolutely it's a cold it is this area's culture it is the what we were raised in it's it's what we do okay if people in inner cities probably not big time game hunters it's right Sorry, they're just probably not. You and know, I'm sorry to bust your guys' bubble, but it's really not what you see on television. Mm-mm. It's not what you see. Don't believe South Park, okay? <laughs> I yeah, know gingers do have souls. It's pretty... <laughs> well. <laughs> That's a whole other show also. Thanks a lot, South Park. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, you know keeping in touch with our title also always just throw something like that in there just i mean yeah yeah these boys around here they they know how to make some shine and there's a science to it there is a technique to it they have been doing it generation after generation it's um it's cool um just things like that also i think we'll be having shows about that like we're not always going to go off on crazy tangents but no no we'll and i think we did we, uh, we're well, going to we, talk about the paranormal. Yeah, we will bring it up. There will be a parent. As a matter of fact, we've discussed going to locations before. Yep. So we have that, you know, when this guy is like, I don't know what that sound just was or why this just happened, and I can explain to him, there's train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the train went by. Okay, we will get into a paranormal episode. That's, <laughs> yes. that's on the docket. That is on the docket because There's that's not, where some of our biggest differences in viewpoints come that, from. That is our biggest difference in viewpoints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll get into that a different time. But that's going to be the, the – it's not – of course, that's just very, very, very few of the topics that we're going to cover like I said, I mean, we're we're going to be into science. We're going to be into spirituality and scripture. And 
um, you know, all these these new breakthroughs in technology or just, you know, regular technology as it is. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of different topics. If, if there is a topic out there that we or other people might find interesting and might find that they want to sit down and listen to a conversation about by two knuckleheads that don't even really know half of what they're talking about, but they're going to have a good time doing it. That's what we're going to cover. Well, that's what this is based on, our opinions. We're allowed yeah. to have those. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Everybody else has got one. Yeah. Why not us? Why not us? Why not? I don't know. That's what I asked. Yeah, you know, it's... um. And like I said, um, this is our first ever podcast, first ever time doing anything like this. I think we're going to be a lot more set up when we get to camera. Yeah. Like, I think that's going to open things up too, um, because the way we're going to be reacting to each other, people are going to be able to see that. They're going to be able to see the smiles on our faces, the yeah. way we like to sit and talk. Yeah. Um, they're just going to well, see body us. language. Body language means a lot. Yeah. And when you're just listening to people talk, you you may not get the sarcastic eye roll or, or shrug or, or the, the laugh and the jab and the smile and the grin and the eye contact. And you don't get those things without the camera. So whenever we do get that set up, I think it'll be a, a huge, um, element of what we're doing oh yeah all right man i think i've enjoyed this i have too i've had a great time i think this is a great first episode um well it may be we'll Well, see we've enjoyed it we think (laughs) we've enjoyed we we think think it's it's a great first episode we think it's awesome we know we didn't cover a whole lot on ai we covered what we studied not research studied. studied there you go we studied up on the subject put our opinions out there um Eventually, we're going to have contact information for like emails, things like that. So questions can be sent in, requests, yeah. things like that. We once the editing process for this episode is done and it's it's ready to be launched. Um, we're going to be working on a website. We're going to be working on, um, you know, posting on socials. Uh, you know, creating its own social. Uh, you know, we're going to be putting the word out there for this thing so we'll set it up to where you know just like ryan just said you'll be able to send us questions you'll be able to send us topic ideas um also we're going to put our information out there you know if you would like to support this podcast in any way shape or form you know whether it's a it's a good job guys you know email a uh, five-star rating a five-star rating that helps you know a, a huge amount because with those five star ratings, that's how people find and discover this podcast. Is the better the ratings, the higher it jumps up on those. When you go into Google, that artificial that intelligence AI is telling them this <laughs> yeah. is for you. You listen yeah. to this, give these guys a try. That's so. it. So those five star ratings and reviews help a ton. Um, but also monetarily, you know, if if you like what you're hearing and you want to support because. This is not cheap. Getting started wasn't <laughs> cheap. Um, going forward with everything that we want to do to make it as as big as we want to make it, it's not going to be cheap. No. So, um, you know, if you want to support in that kind of way, you know, feel free. You know, we we're not going to beg and we're not going to plead and we're not going to, you know, set up a bunch of uh, 
you know, monetary systems with it yet. We may in the future. But if you do want to support, you do want to donate, you know, you can. Um, even if, if you want to say a prayer for this podcast, if you like what you're hearing and, and, and you like, you, you think you're listening to guys that, you know, want to put their opinions out in the world, but also want to better themselves and, and better each other and let iron sharpen iron in ways, you know, knowledge wise and hopefully maybe spiritually and, and, and scripture wise, you know, say a prayer for us. I mean, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Anything else? Anything else that we need to to push or, or to talk about? I was sitting here before thinking we get out of here because normally when you talk, I zone out and um, yeah. I <laughs> spent the last <laughs> spent the last fourteen years dealing with that. I've been married almost nineteen years. I can tune anybody out. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they can be right beside me just talking and. <laughs> No, sir. Not Ryan. <laughs> no, we hope you liked it. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you do decide to check back in. Um, we're hoping this is a weekly thing. We're going to get better. We will get better. That's a promise. We can't get any worse, I don't think. I, so I, I would imagine we could. Eh. We could have sat here and stared at each other the whole time. That'd be a terrible podcast. <laughs> It'd be, It'd be terrible. <laughs> It's not even a podcast. Like, <laughs> what are these guys doing? It's, it would be funny, though. Podcast like, <laughs> stare down competition. Put out these freaking trailers of like. Yeah, just two people staring at each other. Make it all exciting, like explosions and all this. And then it's just, okay, staring contest. Three, two, one. And then for an hour and a half, there's no talking. And nobody blinks for an hour and a half. <laughs> Think about that. My eyes are bleeding. Let that blow your mind for a minute. <laughs> that is. That would be so funny. But we're not going to do it. No, we're not. Maybe not. But just want to thank anybody for listening. Uh, hopefully you guys will tune in again. We're uh, we're not going to give up on this. So you might as well just give in. Yeah. And listen. Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. If you can't tune them out, tune them in. That's right. If you can't. I just think I think I made that one up right then. I think you did. That was I'm pretty I, sure that was original. Yeah. Gosh, that was great. You got anything else? No, that's it. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, tune back in. Check us out. We love you. And we hope you love this. So until next time, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.